Lord, we thank you today. We bless your name. We give glory to your, to your name, O oh Lord. We appreciate you for your goodness over our lives this evening. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you all the way. Thank you all the time. Lord, we bless your name. We give you glory. Lord, we thank you. We enter into your cause with thanksgiving in our hearts. We enter into your presence, O oh God, with praise. Lord, we worship you. Lord, as families, we say thank you. Lord, as body of Christ, we say thank you. Lord, as individual, we say thank you. Lord, we appreciate you. For your goodness all the time, for your goodness all the way. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we praise you. Be thou exalted forever in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, the King of angels. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. For he alone is worthy. For he alone is worthy, for he alone is worthy, Christ the Lord. For he alone is worthy. For he alone is worthy, for him alone is worthy, Christ 
the Lord. Yes, Lord, you are the only one worthy of our praise. You are the only one worthy of our honor and adoration. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you adoration. Thank you, Father. With gladness of heart, we come to your presence today. Lord, we thank you that you are going to bless us today in your presence. Thank you, Father, for your spirit divine. Thank you for your grace divine. Thank you for your mercy divine. Thank you for your love divine. Thank you for your glory divine. Here, Lord, we bless you. We give honor to you. We give praise to you. Adoration and power be unto you in the name of Jesus. Holy Father, King of glory, we say thank you. Holy Father, Lord of lords, we say thank you. Blessing and honor and power and adoration be unto you, Daddy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your excellent greatness. Thank you for your endless glory and power and authority over us. We thank you, Father. We bless you. You are the awesome God, the omnipotent, the omniscient. Do you everything, Lord, we worship you. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for your awesomeness, for your glory and power. Thank you, Father. Angels worship you, so we do. Lord, we bless your name. Lord, we join up with the angels to say thank you for who you are, for your beauty, for your glory, for your kindness, for your might, for your power. For your everything, Lord. Ah, Baba, we thank you. Ah, our Father, we worship you. We give glory. We give you glory, honor. We give you glory. We give you all the glory. We give you honor. We give you Lord. We give you all the honor. We give you glory. We give you all the honor, Daddy. We give you glory. We give you all the glory. We give you honor. We give you all the glory. We give you honor. We give you all the glory. We give you honor, we give you all the glory, we give you honor, praise God, hallelujah, praise God, amen, praise God, hallelujah, praise God, amen. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, amen. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, we worship you. Thank you, Father, for accepting our praises and worship. In the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you. Holy Spirit, we pray this evening, come with us, come among us, breathe upon us, give us the utterance, 
Lord, as you declare your name and your word, we pray in the name of Jesus. We saturate by your blood this, uh, the, the airwave in the name of Jesus. We take possession of the airwaves in the name of Jesus. We take charge of the airwaves by the blood of Jesus. We plead the blood of the Lamb. We pray that, Lord, your word will penetrate to the heart of men, even into the space, even into, the, into everywhere the word of God must, must touch. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. Let it be, Lord, that all of us this day shall be blessed in your presence in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory in the name of Jesus. We bless the Lord for today that the Lord has been here with us and he will continue to be in the name of Jesus. Uh, the Lord has so blessed us again to be in his presence this day. And we thank God that this Bible uh, study of today shall be a blessing also. And we welcome every one of us in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to the presence of the Lord in this Bible class, Bible study today. This is family Bible study of uh, Family Faith Clinic with Paul and Grace. This is the ministry of the uh, Fruitful Family Foundation. <clears throat> and we bless the Lord because God has been blessing lives through this channel. And we believe in him to do the same again today. Hallelujah. To God be the glory, to God be the honor, and the adoration in Jesus' name. Last week in, the, in our study, in our Bible study, we began the issue of uh, my neighbor and me. So the topic we learn, uh, we study under the topic, my neighbor and me. Who is our neighbor? And what is our neighbor to us? Hallelujah. According to my jotting here last week, uh, we bless the Lord that God really taught us. So how to love yourself and extend it to your neighbor. So love yourself, lo love your neighbor as yourself. So we were taught last week that exactly the way we love ourselves is the same love we should extend to our neighbor. Hmm. It's a fruit for thoughts in this world of self, self, um, selfishness. In this world of uh, of mine, mine, and mine, and mine only. I think uh, we need to be taught the word of the Lord because we are preparing for heaven and anywhere we did not show this same love that we, with which we love, with, with love, we love ourselves to our neighbor, We'll be failing in the word of God. We'll be failing the commandment of the Lord. That any one of us who shall come of any of his commandments will not meet his, with his favor in the last day. That's the reason why we are still checking it on part two. So, because last week the Lord took us to some extent. Uh, he taught us not to compare ourselves to anyone. Hallelujah. So, to allow ourselves to make mistakes and things like that. Of course, there are a lot of things that was spoken, I mean, was 
that we taught there. So that the way to live in peace is not to, is to live void of jealousy somebody else. When you first of all believe in yourself and you trust what who you who God is in you, and you 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 have your confidence of who God made you to be. Uh, you will not be jealous with your neighbor. Uh, you will not be rivaling, rivaling with your neighbor. You will live in peace. You allow everyone to to live. So, and then as you live also, hallelujah. So there are a lot of things we were taught last week. So, uh, because, and we are told that we are not wired the same way with our neighbor. So we should not compare ourselves with our neighbor. That if our neighbor is, is behaving in a way that is strange to us, we should not take an offense or pick an offense against him or her because we are not wired the same way. So we should allow for mistake. So because we too make mistake, and then we were taught last week that uh, uh, we don't know the area where we are offending our neighbors also because of the way we too we are wired. So we are not wired the same way. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. And then we, were, we were taught to take everything light. I mean, to take every life over us. Uh, to take everything that life offers, offers us. Uh, take every opportunity life over us and create our own, uh, uh, our own also. Hallelujah. Create opportunity of your own. So when you meet a neighbor or you are living with somebody, it's an opportunity to learn, to offer who you are and what you are to the person. So it's not for us to take from him or her or to gain something from her. What can you offer also? Yes, uh, the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. So these are the things that we were, uh, some of the things we were taught last week. So the Lord help us in Jesus' name as we still go into the new study today to continue what we learned last week. Our teacher is here uh, in the person of Sister Grace Olorugbanju. She's here to teach us and to take us through the word of God for the next one hour. She will, be, she will be there teaching us. Of course, we still have one hour, 15 minutes left. So, and we know maybe in the next 45 or 15 minutes, we'll be there teaching us so that we round up. We're not rush in rounding up. The Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You're welcome. 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 <coughs> yeah. Brother Paul, yeah. thank you. I will welcome our audience, as many as will be joining us in the studio live, and as many as will be downloading later. God bless you. I want to say, let the Holy Spirit be the teacher, the instructor, director, our God and God, in the name of Jesus. He knows your mind. So, he's the one that will do the work. Over to the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask the Holy Spirit to prepare your mind, to prepare your heart and make it ready to receive the word so that it will fall on fleshy hearts 
so as to germinate and bring forth fruit in hundreds, sixties, and thirties as God desire, and so shall it be. There, is there are blessings in the world. If only you can arouse living faith to receive it. And um, in our acts of the grace and ability to do it, in the doing of the word, there, is, there are blessings. We shall be mightily blessed today because the Holy Spirit will prepare our hearts, open our inner ears, open our inner eyes, give us understanding, speak in the language, understand, and we shall be mightily blessed, blessed today in Jesus' name. All the blessings inherent in the word we are going to hear shall not elude us. The hearer and the speaker at the end of our sojourn here on earth, in the mighty name of Jesus, will end up end it up in the azure above, seeing a king face to face, where God shall be our habitation. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit over unto you. Um uh, Pastor Paul has um, connected the past with the present, has said a lot of things about how to love yourself, then extending it to your neighbor. So I will not repeat that. Last week, we were trying to define who, I mean, the meaning of love, who is the neighbor. We got it from an old, old English, and we know it means near dwellers. Uh, but today, we are extending neighbors to whosoever you come in contact with because the Bible supports that. Before we go into the Bible to back that all up, aside the, trying to uh, 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 define neighbor, we say, how do you love yourself? How do you extend? Then whatever, whatever you have done to yourself, extend it to your neighbor. That was all we did last week. But to the glory of God, we'll continue and by the help of the Holy Spirit, we want to round up. May the Lord, Holy Spirit grace us to do that in the mighty name of I want to start with, if your neighbor is not just the near dweller, the next door is more than the next door neighbor, homebody, nearby resident, acquaintance, bystander, then who else can be considered a neighbor? And that will take us to Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 10. We may not say everything because this is a familiar parable of Jesus when he was on earth. This place is talking about a lawyer that stood up and tempted that is St. Luke 10, 25. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus summarized the whole Bible into two laws. But he asked him, what is written in the law? How readest thou? The lawyer, being a lawyer, was able to say, The first law, thou shalt love thy, the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. Then Jesus said unto him, Thou hast answered right, this do, and thou shalt live. We thank God that the whole Bible has been summarized. Everything is about love. 
and you will know that this is the language of the heavens. And uh, even the, the, the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians 22-23, everything is in love. There are branches of love. It's like there's only one commandment, love. Love God and love your neighbor. Because that's the language they speak in heaven. May the Lord help us to attain this level. God, we just must look like Jesus by the time he appears, so that we will be qualified to sit at the right hand of God. The Lord will give us the grace in Jesus' name. So, after he might have answered right, you know, the lawyer wanted to justify himself. And he then asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? He's the one that answered, love God with everything in you, then your neighbor as thyself. That's why you have answered, go and do that. So he only knew the law in the head. He didn't even know the meaning of what he was doing. And that's how uh, many of us, we are calling ourselves Christians. We don't know what it means to love. And last week, we were able to take us through what it means to love. All the things said about love in 1 Corinthians 13 from verses from verse 4 through to 8 is love. So if you're below that standard, pray yourself up at the throne room, at the throne of grace to that standard. Because that's the only thing they are requiring from you to make heaven. Now, well, Jesus was not offended. He did not say you're the one that answered it. He gave a parable. A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, that's verse 30, and fell among thieves, which treated him of his raiment and wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead, 31. And by chance there came down a certain place that way. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side, 32. And likewise the Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him, and passed by on the other side, verse 3. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him. Therefore, and went and went to him and bound him, bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his his own beast, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. Therefore, and on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host. And said unto him, Take care of him, and whatever whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will pay thee. Verse 6. Then Jesus, now after this, will explain, will, at least will say some things. I just want to finish with that Bible verses. Which now of these, this is Jesus asking the lawyer, which now of these three thinkest thou was a neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? Seven, I said, He that shewed mercy on him, then said Jesus unto him, Go and do thou likewise. There is no hidden meaning to all those things. Everybody knows that the man could not help himself that was robbed, wounded. And left half dead. And uh, if he were able to take care of himself, what the Samaritan did to him is what he would have done to himself. The the priest 
They are the highest in the worship then. Followed by the Levites. They are the holy people entering into the holy temple. The Samaritan was one of... The, 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 the Samaritans are the disdain, disdain of the Jews. They don't even see them qualified to serve the living God. In fact, they don't count them to be anything that can near their religion or serve their God. But look at this. Hmm. Oh, I, I pray for we Christians. Jesus said something. That many that, are, that think they are children of Abraham uh, will be outside gnashing their teeth in, in, in everlasting fire. Why some we think are not worthy, we seal with them in the kingdom. May that not be our portion. This is calling us, you know, we see this, who is your neighbor or whatever, as a common thing. But we should be, there should be caution here. Those that we think are not even qualified, you may, you may think they are prostitutes, you may think they are robbers, whatever name you can give them. And you that are regular in church, you think you're paying your tithes, you think you're a good Christian, be watchful. He that standeth should take care lest he falls. We should be more careful when we think we're serving God in all sincerity. And we should not look down on anybody. We should give respect to everybody. The priests and the Levites, they dare not stand near the Samaritan whom they think are not qualified to serve the Yahweh of Israel, whom they think are not doing the right thing. Look at, this is the man that will have entered heaven if the trouble has sounded that time. Imagine, that is where caution lies. So, the highest in the temple went by without helping. Probably they were, they were rushing to carry out their assignment in the temple. But the Samaritan that was disdained was able to stop and give the help the man would have given to himself if he had been able to do that. Loving that man as himself. Even with his own, after spending wine, that is money. Spending oil, that is money. Carrying him with his car. That was, the, 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 the beast was the car then, using petrol. Then, carrying him to the inn, paying some money, coming back to pay. So, the Lord will help us. There are certain things we commonize and may we not regret at the last day. So I will not dwell much on that. I'm only saying, who is your neighbor? Even with this parable, the lawyer was able to answer that he that showed mercy to the road. So you too should be able to answer. You know, we were talking about the nearby, uh, the next door neighbor, the nearby resident the other time. But we are now extending it to whosoever you come in contact with. It may be on the road, maybe in the marketplace, maybe at the working place, it may be in the church, it may be anywhere, anywhere. As long as he has two eyes, two arms, his hair is on his head, not on his body, like animals. And he has his legs. <laughs> he's like you, created in the likeness of God. Either poor, black, 
yellow, red, white, or whatever. As long as you look at you look at him as a human being, that is your neighbor. That is your neighbor. So what is it that is expected of you? Show mercy to him as a creature of God, not just for showing mercy. Uh, for showing mercy, say, but with empathy. Do you know the meaning of empathy? Putting yourself in that person's place to act as if you are the one that that thing happened to. That is what this man, this Samaritan did. Even the, the disqualified of men was accepted by God. There are a lot of things that men, many people take, they, they, they take, they, they give cognizance to that is not important to God. May the Lord help us to correct our attitudes and be of good character in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, uh, by now you know who your neighbor is. It's more than the nearby neighbor, nearby resident, or your acquaintance, be it in the home or nearby the next door neighbor. Anyone you come in contact with. Now you have the, the, the opportunity to extend the love of God to. That is your neighbor. The Lord, the Holy Spirit Himself will explain that deeper in the name of Jesus. So now knowing your neighbor, we want to say, you know, it could be somebody near, could be anybody you come in contact with at any point in time. Then we want to say, okay, if I'm meeting somebody for the first time, how do I how what do I do? Thank God for Africans. We we know the importance of socializing, doing things together. And thank God for the white people too, how they live their life. But what I'm saying is that God had not created us to, to live alone, to, to, to say, I want to do it alone. I want to be alone. I don't need anybody. No, we are not wired that way. And then, then how do you relate to your neighbor? For example, if you pack to a new site, you have left the old neighbor that you are, having good relationship with, because everyone that are not be doing that now, God is sending this message to you that make sure you find one way or the other to, to, to create and maintain and retain and continue a very good uh, relationship with your neighbor. Don't leave, don't, don't enclose yourself in a fence and think your nuclear family alone, such that when they go away, when the children marry, or when the wife died, or when the husband dies, then you think the next thing is to kill yourself with loneliness, depression, anxiety, and mental health. Ill mental health. God is, you, you will not be forgiven because the, when when people go, when the nuclear people, are, uh, nuclear nuclear family members are not there, there are people around you. They are also your friends. In the in Proverbs. The Bible said there are friends that are closer than siblings. Yes, it depends on it depends on the, 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 the how you relate with them. It depends on your attitude. It depends on how you value them, how you respect them. And then they, they, they want to uh, reciprocate the, the, the same way. So for anyone to die of loneliness, depression or whatever, you will answer for your blood. Because there are people living around you. So the modern day uh, trend of mind your business, be selfish, not notwithstanding, God is warning us to, to start to create 
maintain and retain and continue a very good good relationship so if you have let the the good neighbor or the, uh, the neighbors you have been relating with and you are in a new place what do you do be the first obeying this commandment the creator is commanding you love your neighbor as yourself anybody you come in contact with not only your nuclear family or the next door that neighbor so if you're on in the new side be the first person because you want to obey your creator that will judge you at last concerning this word to knock on their door and say i do i meet you well and the social person that i just got there be the first person swallow your ego and pride at the law the law will back you up because you're obeying his, his commandment so uh when you say do I meet you well and so, so you introduce yourself they already know you and um, or when you when you see them outside you approach them greet them with respect greet well with humility lower your voice and say your your character is good the way you're approaching them then introduce yourself as the neighbor that has just come around and um, uh, make sure you're the first person that do that to break the trend that say mind your business stay where they put you don't you don't need to extend anything to anybody so if you do that don't forget you are pleasing god so when you might have done that to you know your neighbors or when you come across somebody on the way in the marketplace in the working place good money good money can, can go a long way let me tell you something there are a lot of benefits there are a lot of benefits in in creating re good relationship with whosoever you come in contact with anywhere and the next door neighbors or in your nuclear family some of these benefits will enumerate hmm. you see let me give you let me give you an example before i enumerate them there was a woman and uh, at the working place she was working in a cold room where the soul meets she will enter into the cold room do some things come out and this woman had a habit she is the only one according to the gate man that will not pass him by without saying good morning my friend good morning sir he, she doesn't she's a senior officer in that in that uh, working place but she doesn't look down on the gate man. She will, she will never pass by without saying good morning. As the family, and she'll go every day. That's how she'll be doing. That day, and whenever she's going out too, she will say, good night, sir. The Lord be with you. You're not alone. And she'll go away. That's her, her happy. And the man, the man testified that she's the only one that will be doing that. Other people look look down at him as gate man and just pass by, pass by, pass by. In when they come in in the morning or when they were going out in the afternoon. Then it happened one day. I want to tell you there's nobody that is not of value. Everybody is important. Everybody is occupying a niche. And they have a particular role to play in your life someday. Now, there came a day she said, good morning, sir. How was your night? I hope there's no problem. Just to say hello. She went in to do her work in the cool room. But when everybody was passing by, as the, he was expecting that sound to say good night. He did not hear that good night. Okay? 
he kept on wondering. She 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 greeted me when she went in. She had not said good. It's not like her. Then almost late in the night, the man was so troubled that unlike this woman, not to tell me good night. No, he went searching around the company. Do you know what happened? The door of the co-room has locked the woman inside. And you know what it means? She will freeze. She will be freezed up. She has been knocking, crying, but everybody has left. And it was not the time for the gate man to come around and inspect what was happening in the in the company. But because he didn't hear her say good night, that was why he got up that time to search around for her. Then, as he got to the area of the co room, he was hearing. Very faintly, she was already dying off. Very faintly, can somebody help me there? Knocking faintly because she was already freezing up. Then the man did everything he could to force the door open. I was able to rescue, call the ambulance, rush her to the hospital. Her life was restored. Can you learn anything nice here? Imagine that woman I'll be doing like any other person. Do you think the man, since it's not, it was not the time for him to go and inspect around the company, he will have sat down, sat down there because nobody cared to say good morning, goodbye. He wouldn't have bothered himself. But he was troubled because the man was doing, the woman was doing it. Taking that man as important, even though a gate man, respecting him and according him respect. <clears throat> and then, <laughs> At the time, she will have been seriously, and uh, she will have passed on. God restored her with that same man called Gateman, somebody of, of the lowest cadre in the society. To some people, not important, not having any value, not adding anything to their life. Can you see that? That is telling you that whosoever hmm, you come in contact with anywhere, that is your neighbor. And you should you should try you should find every opportunity to show him mercy and to extend the love of God to that person. Someday, what goes round comes. What goes round comes around. The Lord will help you to understand that. So I want to say there are other benefits, very many, when you create good relationship with whoever you come in contact with, or the nearby, or the next door neighbors. Or in your nuclear family. Now, there was a there was a, a happening. The husband will never leave the house without telling the wife where he was going. He will never do that. He said, "Darling, somebody owe me some amount of money. I'm going to so 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 place to ask him to pay the money." Okay, darling, see you soon. Next. And when he was delayed, the wife said, "Unlike him." I trust him. It is where he said he will be going that he will be. And she traced him only to discover that he, he she, because the man didn't expect anybody to trace him, he killed the man and, and threw, threw him into the, into the soccer way. And then the woman was able to discover the husband's uh, clothes. Whatever if he had been the, the husband that had not developed a good rapport to say, Dali, I'm going so so. And he said, some people, they will say they are going to, so you find them in another place. But because she knew her husband, whatever he, he, he tells her, is what he will do. 
she he she she was worried that unlike him to be late like this he she took another person and traced him and discovered that he was just being killed by that man that he went to collect money from his cloth was still there and by the time they 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 the the the, the woman called the police the police came and they handed the man rough handed him he showed them the sock away where he had just threw him after taking some baths at least though he was dead but he, some people were, 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 was able to discover his, his dead body so it is a good thing aside whatever i will say here hmm, to develop a good rapport with your with your nuclear family members with your uh, next door next door neighbors they can save you from a lot of havocs hmm? in this wicked world where arm robbers do whatever they do they, they, they can help you alert people, call the police, and rescue you on time. A lot of, there are a lot of advantages that could not be enumerated here. But let me just say something. Let me just mention some. And the Holy Spirit will make you understand that there are some, there are some friends or neighbors that are better than siblings. Imagine during the time of Corona. When there was law that you should not travel from one place to another. Your siblings love you, your father loves you, your mother loves you, but they, you are living apart. And uh, something happened to you. They cannot, they cannot travel down because of the law of the land then to come and help you. Then who will help you? You will have died in the house. But if you have good rapport with your neighbor, just send a little girl to that neighbor. He will take over and do the rightful and the needful. God bless you to understand that God is calling you to deeper relationship uh, with a uh, reasonable, good relationship with anybody you come in contact with, anybody around you at any point in time. So the Lord will help you to honor this, to, 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 to heed this admonition and you will live a better, peaceful, wonderful, happier life. So some of the benefits, let me just mention some. Do you know that if you treat the other person near you or that you come in contact with, with a respect, you, you value him as creature of God, creator in the likeness of God, and you relate likewise. Aside, enjoy peaceful life, you, you will be secured. What do I mean? God is, a, God is our habitation. God is our security. But I've, like I've said, when you're away, because your friends, it's not there is no it's not compulsory you are best of friends, but at least create create a friendship that is that is deep enough such that when you're away, they will keep an eye. They, you have extra pair of eyes when you are not around on your property, on your building. Don't you think you have your rest of peace where you are? Because they, they, they will look out to watch your property for you. That's an advantage, and it's a blessing, it's a benefit. The Lord will help you. And uh, do you know that at times when you run out of some things, some little, little essentials, maybe matches or something, because you have developed good rapport, good relationship, you can easily walk around to your neighbor and say, please, I need two sticks of matches. I didn't know my own had been exhausted. Whatever if you did not create that, that opportunity. You will not eat that night and it will be too bad for you and you will answer for it in heaven 
because God did not had not allowed you to do that. So there you can borrow essentials not available when you need them. You can even around your home, for example, at times it's not easy when you build when you're a new site and you you, you, you you just put up your building because your pores have been have been emptied, you may not be able to uh, single-handedly put up your fence. Do you know if you have good rapport with the neighbor, the two of you can do it together. And the other neighbor can even uh, 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 give more of the money than you. You're already fenced around, and later, when you're looking, then you pay back. Do you see that as a benefit? It's a great benefit to secure your life and your property. That is what good relationship among uh, uh, neighbors can do. At times, the road to your house or abode may be bad. You can join hands together to create a, 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 a motorable path for yourself. The other person's money may even be more than yours. Uh, later, when you're okay, you pay back. That is an advantage too. Then, your children will flow together. It's not as if your children will be watching television, television alone, alone. They have children and kids around to, of the same age to play here. And that makes children happier. And in fact, life will be a lot easier for, for, the, for the two families doing this together. The Lord will help you to understand. And doing that together, the right neighbor will have, that right neighbor will have a huge impact on the quality of the family life. Because as you're close, there are certain things the, 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 the eagle eye of the other neighbor will see, maybe in your children, maybe in certain things, and quickly call your attention to before it goes out of hand. That is having impact on the quality of your family life. We can't mention it all. I'm only trying to mention some. Then, do you know that if you have good relationship, you develop it hmm, and maintain it? having mutual respect for each other, treating each other as if you are important in my life, you have worth, I value you, as creature of God brought you around me, you, you, the way you talk to him or her with respect. Do you know you can through that person even receive some support? Hmm? Like for example, you don't, you don't, you don't find a, a crutch, to pay your child for some time. And the other woman is retired or keeping, just keeping some pets around the house, not going to any organization to work. Do you know you can drop your child there and she will take good care of that child before you find the crutch? Don't you think that is carrying each other's body? That those are the benefits of developing good relationship with your neighbor. Then there are times issues will arise in the neighborhood. And the advice and the guidance of the neighbor you find there may put you through and have you solve knotted issues. Unlike the Bible, even the Bible say two, two heads are better than one. Jokulale will usually say two good heads are better than one. The Bible say two will keep warm and so on. So there are a lot of benefits in, in not living a solitary life. You know, saying because my nuclear, I, my nuclear family is no more around there, I keep to myself. Or you quickly make friends with people when you come in contact with them. There are a lot of benefits that I may not be able to, to enumerate. Then, in the neighborhood, neighborhood, 
when you go on holidays, it's a lot of easier for you, for your neighbor to, to check on your pet that will have died. If you don't develop good relationship with them before you come back, water your plants for you. If you have vegetables at, at the back here, they gladly do that because they know you will reciprocate. Love your neighbor means to serve your community by giving back what you receive. And ongoing flow of this goodwill will keep the environment happy. It's good to live in a good, uh, happy environment. As you go on holiday, he keeps check on your pets, water your plants, collect your mail, or do some other works that are, that needs attention while you are not around. You two will reciprocate. Then you become you become siblings, you become friends, and you are happy together. Unlike my sleepy, my, 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 my sibling is far away. I, I have my pets there. I must go on holiday. Things are spoiling away. God will help you to understand. Yeah. Then, um, there are a lot of benefits. Find out more. You, you see, when you, especially when you're new in a, in a community, the neighbors you far around, when you quickly uh, get, get acquainted with them, You'll be able to discover more about that neighborhood so that you don't make starting stupid blunders. Hmm? Speak with your neighbor about the local life. You'll get more insight about what you 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 the, 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 what the, the local area will offer you, and you will avoid some blunders. It will it will look as if you're wise, you are wiser because you have done that. So the Lord will help you. Hmm? To, to connect with your family members inside the next door neighbors and make friends with anyone you come in contact with anywhere. Mm? Uh, you do you know that if you if you if you if you if you quickly make friends with anybody you come in contact with or somebody very near to you, it will improve your networking opportunities. How do I mean? It will expand your social cycle business connections that can help you for example uh for example you are in new in a new place you develop relationship with a neighbor you collect the numbers they have your numbers they too we have some other numbers that you don't have because you 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 visit them they visit you you talk easily together you wrap easily together before you know it through them you know some of their friends that may be of use to your life, e.g. you're looking for a job, e.g. you want connection in business and some other help somewhere, your siblings could offer, your mother, father could offer, but they are far away. You can still enjoy the same thing in that social circle that you're connected with because they will extend you, they will connect you to the extended friends. And before you know, you get your help, even when the siblings are around. You can see the way God wants us to relate. God wants us to live so that nobody is lonely, nobody is depressed, nobody is uh, over anxious and therefore having any immature here. But we, we talk about what is in vogue, what is in vogue and kill ourselves. God is warning us to develop good relationship with whoever who come in contact with. Never you say somebody cannot help you in anything. Everybody is of value. Everybody is important. Locator in the society middle class, upper class, everybody is important. There is a particular nature 
that somebody in the lower class will occupy that the upper class cannot occupy. And there's a particular niche the people in the middle class will occupy that no other person can do that. So if everybody is that important, then everybody is important. Yes. The Lord will help you. Amen. Then if you have good relationship with the people around you, it enhances your sense of security. You see? Like, let me take myself for example. When my husband died, where we were, where, where we built our own house is a solitary place. New site. There are houses around, but there are airlines that fence themselves around. And I, as a person, by the grace of God, by temperament, I'm a, I'm a sanguine. I want friends. I want to be in the midst of people. I want to laugh around. But living a low that place, I, I didn't find it easy. Do you know what I did? I left that house as big and beautiful and convenient with all kinds of conveniences. I came to the middle of the town to take a flat where there's a major road, hearing people, hearing vehicle moving, hearing noises here and there. Yet I'm still in my flat. What about that? And fortunately for me, whenever I travel, I have children of the neighbor to help me take care of some things if I want it that way. And uh, you see, and when I'm coming back from uh, my journey, I buy little, little things to say. As they say, welcome, I say, I meet you well. It may be popcorn, it may be a carrot, it may be something. And before you know it, everybody is happy together. And I'm happier here. Despite the fact that the conveniences in where the flat I've taken is not as, 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 as much as where I ought to be. I'm still happier here, hearing the voices of people. So when you, when you have good relationship with your people in your neighborhood, it enhances your sense of security. Yes, it enhances your sense of security. Fosters a stronger sense of belonging. Eh? Making your house and community truly freely welcoming, and you'll be happy. So it's not only your neighbor, you know, your nuclear family that can make you happy. It's not only your friend, your husband, your wife. Even people depending on the, your attitude to them can make you happy too. God bless you. Let me quickly mention this before we go to how can I uh, love my neighbor? I just want to say. When you do all these things we're saying, constant, there will be constant presence in your deserted room to offer support, provide valuable insight about the neighborhood we have said that, keep a watching eye on your property, assist in taking in loads at times. When you come from, from afar and your, your car is loaded, the children around you help you empty those cars without any stress. You just give them little things, they're happy. What about that? It's a good life. The Lord will help you. So, uh, and by the time you keep on doing this, it will lower your level of loneliness. It will improve your mental health. And it will even spread hope and light. Hope and light in what sense? Let me give you an example. There was a boy. The father is a pastor. They, ho- they have a ministry. The father told the boy that, uh, John, for example, we will go and evangelize today, at least to give people tracks. And the, 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 the moment it was that day, the boy, the boy had dressed up. Yet, it was, snow was falling outside. 
he had dressed up, he had kitted up, niced up. The father said, he went to the father, you promised me today we are going to distribute drugs. You have not got out of bed. The, the father said, you see, you see, the snow is falling and the last person is another day. Do you know what the boy said? He said, but daddy, people that are around, that don't have people to come and knock on their door, they, they must be given light and hope. The father said, not in the snow. But, but daddy, even in the snow, God loves people. Let's show love. Then the father said, okay, dress up better and go. But me, I'm not going. Do you know what happened? I say, when you, when you, when you, when you develop good relationship with, uh, with people around you, it spread hope and light. The boy went in the snow well-dressed. He went around doors. Uh, some, he was able, they, they opened the door when he knocked. He gave them the track. And there's an, address of, there's an address of the church on the track. He doesn't say anything. He will only smile, beamed, smile at them, give them the track and leave the door. Some will reject it. He, he was not discouraged on the way he would do that. Beam, smile at them. Jesus loves you. Give them the track. Jesus loves you. Give them the track. Then it remained one track. Look at God. Hmm. It remains one track. Tracks. It remains one track. The boy now decided, I'm not going back with this track. He kept on, he, he looked straight on the door, started to knock and knock and knock and knock. Do you know what was happening inside? The widow, since the husband had died, nobody had ever knocked to her door. Nobody. So she was hearing the knock. That was the day she was piling up table and chair hanging a belt on the roof to hang herself that after all let me go and meet my husband but she, there was a mistake she made if you kill yourself if you commit suicide you are taking a life you don't have any right to take any life including yours except god so if it is your life or anybody's life even your own that you took you take you have you have committed murder she would have not seen that husband that had gone to heaven. She would have ended it in hell. Look at God. So, but the boy had decided this track is not, and he thought he had spread the track around the place. So he kept on saying, this is the only door I've not, I've not, I've not reached. Until they, he kept on knocking, 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 knocking. And the woman was uh, piling up the thing. She didn't answer because she has lost hope in life. She did not see any reason to live again. She had parted up and she was about uh, putting the rope around her, her, her neck. But when the knocking continues, she now said, does it mean somebody still remember me? Does it mean there's a reason to live? She now put the rope off her neck, not, not in it. Then she climbed down and slowly her faint, weak hand opened the door. In fact, the boy was about being discouraged. But because he had decided that this is the only house I've not touched. And I'm not going back with this track. That is why he kept on knocking. And that persistent knocking encouraged the one to say, maybe there's still a hope for me. And she came with a weak hand 
troubled face, depressed soul, or merry face. She opened the door. The, the boy beamed a smile like he used to do and said, Oh, mommy, God, Jesus loves you. Oh, mommy, Jesus. The, the woman was, for a long time, she had not been hearing that since her husband died. The woman was looking at him. The boy kept on smiling and smiling. Jesus loves you, mommy. You know, as a little boy, he doesn't know what to say. Jesus loves you. You are not alone. Heaven is with you. Take this track. Read it and you'll be blessed. you know that Jesus loves you. That's all you could say as a small boy. Then the woman said, thank you. And closed her door. The boy went back home. And do you know what? The woman sat down. He left the pile-up table and chair and the rope up there. Sat down and read through the track. And God met her there. Hallelujah. Heaven met with her soul. And she was able to kneel down, gave her life to Jesus. For the first time, she knew the joy she had never known in life. Hallelujah. Then, now that now she's that happy, she's happy and she can still she imagine, imagine the beaming smile at the boy's at face, the boy's then he decided then he to decided trace to that address, if only to see that boy again, that restored her to life. Then, on the next Sunday, she dressed up and traced the address on that track. For the first time, she was welcomed as the first time in that church. And after the matter worked and the service was over, she said, I cannot leave this place except I see this boy that gave me the track. And when she saw the boy with a smile again, they all jumped together and then she gave her testimony. Even the father and the church, everybody that did not go out to distribute that at uh, the track that day they were weeping profusely you know a soul would have gone to hell if not for good relationship with the neighborhood merely, merely saying Jesus loves you and laughing restored hope and light to that woman so let me zero it there and you know the benefits are enormous the benefits are many with this little one sit down and meditate and you see that the, what God is commanding you to do is the most precious thing. So that nuclear family is around or not, you are never lonely. You are not wired to be alone. You are a social being. Yes. You are a social. The what God told Adam then is not good for man to be alone. It's also for you, because you are creating His likeness. God doesn't do anything alone. Come. He called some people. He called a committee. Let us create man in our own image so he that is the way he created you so the fact that your nuclear family is no more around doesn't mean the end of life has come there you come in contact with those that you see on the street and the marketplace in the working place and make friends with them those you see in the marketplace and have a good rapport with can trace you home so that your loneliness will not swallow you up. the lord will help you in jesus name to change your attitude and by the grace of god you will enjoy life better you will enjoy uh, the goodness of god better and the, the, the hope and, G, and the light of Jesus will we, we, we get to you and you will be able to extend it to others in the name of Jesus. So let me stop at the benefits. There are two numerous to mention. The Holy Spirit will drop some in your heart to help your heart in the mighty name of Jesus. So let me quickly say, uh, how do I now love my neighbor? But you can, by the time you develop good rapport, you can pray for them by name. Be it your wife, your children, or husband, 
or siblings or extended one or the people nearby, you can pray for them by name. You can stop and say hello. You can meet one of their tangible needs. It's not about much money at times. You can give a holiday gift. You can even throw a mini party about your maybe birthday or something and invite them. For example, Jesus told a story and I'm desiring to do that one day. I know you will pray for me. I'm Sister Grace. Pray for me that the, 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 the kind of party that God honors most is the kind of party you throw to the disabled, the less privileged, that are not able to give you back that kind of thing when you have a party. Just what I'm saying. You throw a party, you gather the people that don't have the opportunity or the, the wherewithal to give you the kind of thing you give back to them. When you throw a party and call the rich, the affluence, such that when you, I mean, mm, so that when they're, own, when they're doing their own thing, you give back the, 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 you give, you reciprocate with the same magnitude of gift. Jesus said that is nothing to him. But when you throw a party and you gather those that are less privileged, those that are having the opportunity to eat good jollof rice for the first time, to eat good tiki for the first time, when you do that, you have great reward in heaven. One day, God will give me this grace to do that one day. So that I will not just be showing love to those that are not disabled. I will not just be showing love to those that are complete, in, in quotes. Those that are influenced, those that can reciprocate the gifts I give to them. But also those that don't even have the wherewithal to reciprocate whatever whatever I give to them. The Lord will give me the grace to throw that kind of party one day in Jesus' name. And you too. Amen. That is the most important party that you can throw. So you can organize mini party to invite your neighborhood or even to make your family happy. You can ask them out if you have the wherewithal or you share some little things to make them happy. There was a day somebody was just sharing walnuts. The walnuts in each of the nylon was just about six, 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 six. And everybody was happy. Oh, you put me at heart from that your village. Oh, they were happy. You see, it's not about big thing. It's about the love that caused that person to remember you. And before you know it, there is good, peaceful, friendly, happy environment around you. And that's one of the best, the most things that give you um, good health. Mm-hmm. Merry <clears throat> hearts give bright countenance, according to Proverbs. When you make people happy around you, however, <coughs> however little you can do that, you will reap that happiness. And it will give you strength to continue life. And as that environment becomes happier, your countenance becomes brighter, your joy becomes fuller, you feel more fulfilled. Don't you like love that? It's a very good thing. Or like making your environment timid because you're not relating with anybody and killing yourself with sorrow. That will not be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. So aside <clears throat> throwing a small party, uh, hosting a, a reception in your home, you can invite them to your church or your group, or you can share the gospel or share tracks with smile, with, with, with words of hope and uh, that's how to make your environment happy. And eventually that happiness will be your portion. So 
if you know some of the things you can do to 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 share uh, to do that to your environment i want to quickly go to uh to to mention that what are the qualities of a good neighbor what are the qualities you should be expecting from your neighbor but that you you will possess to give that neighbor an example so that he will be respected good neighbors are friendly good neighbors are quiet they are not they are not polluting the environment with noise to disturb the neighbor they will always put the neighbor in consideration always respecting the neighbors uh, the neighbors feelings always considering what the, the what the what the neighbor could feel before doing anything they are quiet they are tidy do you know in Ephesians in Ephesians 5 God disapproves of dirtiness in my language they call it of any kind so your environment you yourself if it's only two clothes you have you don't allow it to give offensive odor where your neighbor is near do you understand wash it and make it clean iron it and look good it's not about how many clothes just consider others what they will do that will offend you don't do it to them when your cloth will give odor to them don't allow it when their own cloth will give odor and you'll be offended then don't do it to them so be tidy be quiet handle differences between you and your neighbor in a matured way don't forget that you are not wired the same way always handle differences in in a matured way between you and your neighbor and then you should be trustworthy at any point in time be willing to help be willing to give more than receiving you know, you know in, in the holy spirit himself in Paul, in acts 20 35 says he's more blessed, blessed to give than to receive always be willing to help it's not money all the time it's not clothes all the time it's not anything expensive all the time be willing to give words of encouragement be willing to give smile be willing to give uh, economies oh you're looking good today something like that to encourage the to lighten up the spirit of the person next to you so be willing be in the position of always giving it's more blessed to give than to receive and when there is help be ready you're always ready to share somebody's body to lighten it up and that is the bible for you i think galatians 6 so what i'm saying in essence is this these are your good qualities and by the time you first of all extend this to your neighbor before you know it your neighbor will be reciprocating then you'll be happy people together in a happy environment and your health will improve god bless you yes. so knowing this well let's quickly look at um, we are about exhausting so our points the holy spirit will teach you the rest we will quickly want to say what will what was what will be the thing that will make you not able to extend love to your neighbor do you have an excuse and that's why we're looking at uh, romans 8 romans 5 8 romans 5 8 don't mind me i'm looking for romans 5 i just want us to go to the bible not just talking 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 the lord will help us romans 5 8 that place says you know what it was the question what could hinder you from extending love to your neighbor it could be the neighbor's attitude it could be the way he reacts 
It could be anything. Maybe lousy or whatever. So, you know, take that up that as an excuse not to extend love to him or her. The Bible does not allow you. Let's look at it. Romans 5.8 But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Do you know what that means? Rebellious children that we were. Not ready to cooperate, not able to obey this father. In that condition, he extended love to give the best in heaven. To die in your place. So that you will not go to hell. To redeem you from hell to everlasting life with him. If you were in that state and God did this for you, according to Romans 5, 8, then what is your excuse not to love that person you call enemy? Let me tell you, Ephesians 6 said, you don't have an enemy in any flesh and blood. But the power behind the action and the attitude of the flesh and blood is what you fight against, which is the devil. So the only enemy you have is the devil. Once that one sinks into your head, it means you'll be able to carry out the injunction of Jesus. You don't want, you don't have an excuse not to extend love to anybody. Then even those that you call your enemy, let's quickly look at uh, uh, St. Matthew chapter 5, chapter 5. This is Jesus talking to you. And he is our perfect example, the author and the finisher of our faith. That is to say, no excuse not to extend love to anyone. In fact, I'm, I'm still opening to that. In fact, in Mark 11, from 22, when Jesus caused the fig tree and it dried up because he could not find the fruit, Peter was so surprised. Oh, Lord, this that you caused yesterday had dried up. He said, you can do it better. Yeah. That if only you have faith, you will command the mountain to move to the sea and it will obey you. And he kept on saying it, that, but he said there's just one condition. When you stand up to do that, to pray, forgive. That is the only thing that can hinder, the only thing that can hinder your prayer not to be answered is you don't love somebody. You don't forgive someone. You understand? So, if Jesus could say that, it means since we are not without sin, we just, for our sin not to be remembered and brought to book to judge us. Since you know you were not born holy, you just must find grace where there's no grace to forgive the unforgivables, such that you don't have an enemy. And Jesus commanded, since he's saying flesh and blood is not your enemy, but the spirit possessing the person to behave the way he or she is behaving. You don't have an excuse. He's now commanding you. Even the person you say is an enemy, love your enemies. And that is Matthew 5, 44. Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despisefully use you and persecute you. So that you can be the children of your father in heaven. Do you know God reigns for everyone, the evil and the good? God reigns for everyone. He doesn't, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't discriminate. Say, this one is offending me. That one is offending After all, every, we were all rebels when he sent Jesus. So up to now, 
He is not losing hope for anybody that is even rebelling now. He will give you rain, he will give you sun, so that his, his crops can grow, so that you have food to eat. Showing love, blessing him with money, everything, as, as he needs it. Thinking one day you will remember me and say, this good God that will be blessing me, let me return to him. So, so that you can be the children of a father in heaven, you don't just greet those that greet you, you don't just uh, love those that love you, but you even love those that are doing contrary. And please, as children of God, remember that it is not only, only, only holiness that will take you to heaven, but peace with all men. Amen. Hebrews 12, 14. And when the Bible says pursue peace with all men, it's not easy to pursue. Not an easy thing to pursue a thing. That is to say, even the unlovable, you should pursue peace with them. Then, what do I now, what do, I now do to... To, to, to continue to pursue peace with unpeaceable. You can conquer anybody with love. Yes. You can conquer anybody with the language of heaven. Love. You know, the only thing in the Bible is love your God with everything in you and love your neighbor as your life. That's the whole Bible. That's the whole Bible. That is the language in heaven. So, if you apply love, there is no body you cannot conquer. Examples are bound. Examples are bound. About, do I still have much time? Okay. Let me give you an example. There were, people, there were people that were persecuting a particular person, behaving strangely to her. Then, you know, in, in, in my area, when you are were a poor person, there's a type of building that have eight rooms, probably four rooms there, this side, four rooms the other side, a passage in between, common kitchen, one toilet, one bedroom. Such a person can uh, hire a just a room until God blesses him or her to, to get a flat or something. You know, there are many people of different backgrounds, different races, different uh, whatever, living together. And there was, a particular, there was a particular woman in a particular room who is a great Christian. Many people in that house hated her for her prayers. Hated her for the way she dressed. Hated her for the way she was. They hated her for being a Christian. And they were persecuting her. Do you know what she did? She, everybody would pack in their stove. Many people, when they are, when they are, you know, they feel somehow not to go to the kitchen. They can put their stove in front of their room and cook in front of the room with their stove. Now, this, this woman that usually persecuted by all, almost all of them, in, in the other seven rooms, she everybody will pack in the stove. She will always put her stove in front of her room where she cooked, and she will go to her shop. And by the time she left, they were persecuting her. She knew they did not like her, and everything about them is hate, hate, hate. So she will leave her uh, stove. They will now, because of the kerosene inside that stove, they didn't want to use their own. They will come and use that kerosene and use her own stove to do everything they want to do before she comes back. And whenever she comes back, she usually knows, but she will never say a thing. She will never say a thing. Sometimes when the kerosene is dried, she will drink African cornflakes. That is uh, fried, fried cassava. We call it gari. She would put it in water, drink with sugar, and go and sleep instead of cooking for herself. She kept on like that until one day, not just the kerosene that will dry, the, the, the stove got spoiled. 
and there was nobody in that room, in that house, that doesn't get a, a stove. And they will use it, she will know, and she didn't talk. Until they got, the, the stove got spoiled. She was poor like them. Now, when she saw that, she felt bad. That day, she had bought some things to cook. So she had to leave everything, went out, bought gari and granite, drank, sleep. The second day, she bought two stoves. She must have prayed for God to provide for her because people that live in kind of, that kind of house are not very liquid. So she bought two stoves. She put one in her room and still put an, uh, the, another new one where they spoiled the other one. And such, such that when she's not at home, they will use the other one the way they like, but she, she's no more stranded because she always have one in her room to use when she comes back. Until the day the, the stove got, got spoiled, one of the uh, young teenager in one of the rooms was looking and everybody was, was at, very attentive. Hey, she had not been talking since day. Bomb will blow today. Missiles will go out. Hey, rot will come today. Everybody was, they were in their room. They did not even come out to say, welcome. The thing has spoiled. So she she's not say anything. When the other guests saw the second day that she brought a new one and that they could use again, then the teenager said, please, ma, where is your church? They were all persecuting her. Where is your church? I want to follow you. And she said, I cannot take you. You are still under authority. Go and take permission. The parents, because they were surprised, they allowed the girl to go. Before you know it, all of them in that house became members of our church without opening our mouth to say Jesus loves <laughs> What am I saying? Wow. They were petrucusia. They were they were doing everything to cause her to, to go into tantrums and release caustic words. Yet she adopted the character of Jesus and she was able to win all of them in the house. Praise the Lord. What am I saying? The Lord wants you to uh, display Christ so that you can be the child of your father. So, in essence, what I'm saying is that you don't have an excuse not to love anybody. Even your enemies. Even your enemies. Even though, in fact, there was a woman that will always help the enemy. When all of that's in that house, he's not helping her to bring the... Uh, the uh, to, to bring in the clothes when it is raining. She that everybody knows that she hated will be the one that will go into the rain, take her, her clothes, iron for her, and pack it away until she conquered that woman that was persecuting her with her love. So the language of heaven is the tool in your hand if you can adopt the, the character of Christ to conquer the unpeaceable, unlovable ones. So... Oh, but the next thing I want to say now is this. Okay, rounding up. The Lord will help us. All I want to say is that it is not possible for you to love except you have love. And who is love? God. Who is, who is love in person? Who is God in person? And love in person? Jesus Christ. So all these things we have been saying, the Lord is commanding you to do it, but you can't do it alone. Yeah. As long as you wear this flesh and your heart is not regenerated, your heart is not transformed by calling in Jesus, accepting him as Lord and Savior, by, by surrendering your heart, your life to him, to wash in his blood, 
during that you you have, uh, you you acknowledge your sinner you confess and forsake your sin you take you decide to make Jesus your lord and savior call him and give your life to him and once you are able to do that it is easy to love because love is in your heart please if you can't love now there's no heaven for you because the language of heaven is love i'm rounding up evil not only not just human beings not just your enemies evil pets flowers god expect you to love there was somebody brapo there was somebody taken to heaven and as the angel was conducting him around he thought the way we do here he wanted he was admiring a flower and enjoying the aroma that was coming from the flower so he wanted to pull out uh, the, the 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 blossoming flower he could not pull it with all his strength he did it then the angel looked back he was struggling to pull the flower the flower was not falling into his hand then the angel looked back and said no 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 we don't do that here we don't do that here what you do is that you smile and pat it just touch it smile that is showing love and do like this it will fall in your hand and by the time he did that smile at the flower touch it the flower fell into his hand and he was enjoying it if love is extended to fly in heaven how much more somebody created in the likeness of god so your neighbor is not just the next door person it's not your, just your nuclear your nuclear can you, uh, can you even be your pet can you be anything anything neighbors pet anything around you showing love to them god bless you as brapol uh continue from that oh, land up. i'm rounding up but <laughs> i'm not continuing anything i'm rounding up okay we bless the lord so i'm just uh trying to do the summary of everything we have yeah we have done here today because we are no more going into that teaching we'll pick another one next week the as the holy spirit will give us yes. hallelujah uh let me just add a story she, she will help me also about that story that was a man and uh you who always in Nigeria, actually there is a church there that you used to pass through that church so greet jesus christ say jesus good morning you know abby he, 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 he was a carpenter he was a carpenter that climbed roofs uh -huh. he was a carpenter who works on building so and then uh, every day she he, he will greet jesus in every time church. he's passing the church he will stop and say good morning good jesus morning, jesus so uh, every day she, he will do that but one day he went he went to work and he fell he had an accident from the roof he fell from the roof and became paralyzed and uh, jesus christ that he normally greet appear to him at the sick after bed all efforts, after, uh, okay, after all efforts after all efforts to uh restored, get him uh, restored to get him restored hallelujah after all the effort to get him restored have been uh, have been done then jesus christ visited him and did what heal him on that day and what did jesus told him he said I, I miss you because anytime you pass you greet me and i see that i didn't see my friend i didn't uh, see my friend around greeting me so i'm visiting you to know your 
I mean, your, 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 because your, I've missed you. Uh, because I've, I've missed, missed your you. greeting. I miss your greeting. And there was chaos in the hospital because it so was now, paralyzed. Mm -hmm. Everybody was, uh, uh, what kind of a thing is this? This is the man that had been paralyzed, could not stand up. So the, the wife thought he was a ghost. The doctors and the nurse, nurses came around to say, Are you the one? He said, Yes, I'm the one. What happened to you that you are not sitting upright? And he told the story. I miss your greeting. I came to say good morning. And the good morning of Jesus. I murdered his spinal cord. He was able to stand upright. Look at that. Jesus Christ, even uh, our living God, ever living God, uh, he, he never disappointed that, that, that man who always greets him. And this man is an unbeliever. Mm -hmm. He didn't know the Lord at all. Yes. That was how he got saved. He encountered the Lord of glory. Because every morning when he's passing the cathedral, the church, he will greet Jesus, good morning, oh. As he was, Jesus, good morning, oh, every day. It is good to greet your neighbor. It is good to extend love to your neighbor. Jesus Christ, whom you, whom you will say is not uh, our immediate or seen neighbor. neighbor. I mean our invisible neighbor. It's still visible to understand and to know the people that the, the person that is greeting him, according him, according unto him, love. Excuse me, sir. And rapport. Uh, so employment was difficult in Nigeria, but my principal got a good, very good job when because he used she used to greet one of her lecturers. So by the time she finished serving her in youth call, it was the lecturer that fixed her up. Just because of greeting. Hallelujah. Amen. Very important. The Lord helps in Jesus' name. Amen. So that is how to do with our neighbor. Even as a Christian, we are talking to. And, uh, and I know as you are hearing as a Christian also, you are just all that area. Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, he told us and he showed us how to love and how to create a relationship. Good one. Good relationship. Then I want to advise widows and widowers. Mm. Many of our widowers are, widows are dying silently mm. because they are keeping too much to themselves. Yes. And this is very dangerous for their health. Mm -hmm. So widows and widowers can change their attitude and prolong their years by deliberately developing holy relationship with people. Develop holy relationship with neighbor. Yes. Most especially those of your uh, same sex. Hallelujah. Amen. The, the, those of your same sex. If you are a widow and you don't want to be a sinner or uh, messing around, uh, so they create or uh, a deliberate, a deliberate only relationship with people. Yes, and then. Uh, uh, also, uh, he has said it. She has said it when he said uh, we should create a party to gather people. I want to advise widow and widowers also, also that they can create party, mm -hmm. gather people, look for people around that you can give what you have to. Don't keep to yourself. Mm -hmm. Develop good and holy relationship. You can give children. You can give people. 
Gather children. You see, you can gather children and youth around you and throw party to them. Teach them the word of God. Gather them, make friends with children. You know, children love, uh, you see, they love people that are giving them things. And, uh, uh, and I know that as a healthy Christian, somebody that is holy enough, people will follow you. Children will follow you. Because they, will, they, they, they know that you are not going to chop their children. You are not, you are not a witch. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, but how would they know that you are not a witch even if you don't extend love of Christ to them? So therefore you develop that. The Lord bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So share what you have and love your enemy also as he, as he has said. So it is good, it is pertinent that we take to all these things because these are the, are, are the uh, uh, roadmap to heaven. These are the manual of what we have to do <clears throat> to make heaven because the Lord will ask us about our neighbors also. How we relate to them. So how we relate to them, how we, uh, we create healthy, holy rapport that can introduce Jesus especially to them. So let us take care of these things. It's very important. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank, we thank you, those of you that uh, joined the studio. Glory, Anita, Broby, Samuel, yes, uh, uh, Minister of Happiness, Amen. Isaac Mensa. The Lord bless all of you Amen. for joining us in the studio. Uh, we were we were expecting questions, but we didn't have anyone now, so we have done all the talking, and uh, as the Lord has led us, and uh, uh, especially our teacher, and we bless the Lord for our life. God bless you. More grace, more anointing to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us pray. I want us to pray, Lord, give me that character, Amen. that behavior, Amen. that only character with which I will win my neighbor Amen. unto you. Amen. Help me, Lord. Holy Spirit, Walk in me Amen. that character. Amen. Even those one that I'm weak at, I want you to encourage me and to strengthen me, Amen. O Lord. To create a good rapport that will reflect who Jesus Christ is in me. O Lord, help me in the name of Jesus. Amen. That everything negative that I've been, or let me say negative smoke that I've been bringing out of my life to my neighbor before, forgive me. Amen. Please, Lord, forgive me. Amen. Forgive me of those evil smokes, Amen. of anger, of uh, hatred, I mean, uh, jealousy, rivalry, malice, and all such. The way I talk that I've been offending, I've been offending my neighbor with, Lord, forgive me. Cleanse me. Create that only character in me that we encourage people that are seeing me that I meet every day to see you and to know you. Lord, help me. That is your prayer. I want you to pray as we are rounding up. We must not go into this teaching like this and not end it with prayer. 
let us pray forgive me of that evil smoke that have been coming out of me to my neighbor lord help me forgive me if you're a christian and you know that there are some of the area of your character that is not uh, uh, it's not showing who jesus christ is then you have to repent right now and give your life to jesus anew and then ask him to dwell on this side of you and develop that character that only character to win people unto jesus hallelujah i want you to pray that prayer seriously pray that prayer with all your heart pray that prayer as you are ending this episode on my neighbor and me today lord help me to create good rapport holy rapport void of lost and any negative uh, around me oh lord let there be uh, the grace for me and flowing from me to reach people and to touch people's life with my christian life lord help me in the name of jesus holy spirit help me to touch lives positively to bring men to you we learn about that boy whom the lord used for for, for his for his neighbor around and saved that saved that woman from death that is love in action i want you to pray the lord will lead you also and guide you to show you who is that person around you that need love lord help me show me that person that need love and give me the grace also to show that love at this point i want you to pray if there is a way in your life that you have not been expressing love towards others maybe you too you didn't have the spirit of love and that spirit of love is jesus Christ's spirit so it's the spirit of jesus christ i want you to pray for the spirit of love of jesus in you pray jesus into your life receive him into your life let him come inside of you let him uh, change you in the name of jesus it will happen now if you can pray the lord will bless you in the name of jesus as we are praying that prayer lord help me jesus i can't do it by myself walk inside of me to love to create holy relationship healthy relationship help me O oh lord in the name of jesus by your spirit power holy spirit help me holy spirit help me so that none of my neighbor will lost and you will ask their blood from me oh lord help me in the name of jesus that anybody i meet lord let this aroma of your presence of your salvation in my life reach them and win them to you this is essence of loving our neighbor loving our neighbor for jesus sake to to win them for jesus christ this is what this is the essence of what we are teaching about our neighbor and ourselves our neighbor must know jesus through us 
you must show them who Jesus Christ is. The Lord will help you as you are praying that prayer. I pray the Lord God Almighty will show you more lights and He will change your life, your character, and everything about you that must be changed. I pray that the Holy Spirit will undo you, the Holy Spirit will treat you in any area where you are weak. I pray the Lord God Almighty we breathe upon your life new challenge to love your neighbor, to create only relationship that will show whom Jesus Christ is to your neighbor. The Lord we help you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Even my, your husband and your wife is your neighbor that you must express love to. She taught us that a man will always go somewhere, tell his wife where he's going, and there is where you will meet him. I want you to pray for that only character that the Lord will help you also. Maybe you have been hiding, you have been lying to your husband or to your wife. Even if you are doing that to your wife, you can't be. I don't, I don't see the way you can love your neighbor in a healthy way. I want us to pray that the Lord will help us as family also. That's how we are rounding up. Let's pray that the Lord will make husband and wife to be good friends, good neighbors to one another. That the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. The husband and wife combining together, I mean, the grace and strength together to love their neighbors, this one is necessary. Let us pray that God will give us grace in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Let's be rounding up our prayers. We pray that the Lord will help us even more than we have prayed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. This is how we are ending this program today. And we know the Lord has answered our prayers in Jesus' name. I pray love in the air. Amen. Unity in the air. Amen. Righteousness in the air. Amen. And everybody that is receiving this message will live the life of Christ. Amen. The life of love. Amen. Jesus loved. Amen. And people were thronging around, her, around him. Amen. Yes, it is possible again. Let the spirit of Jesus come upon us. Amen. The spirit that love and, don't, and never discriminates. Amen. Lord, give to us in the name of Jesus. Your Lord, build your body. Amen. Because in our body, in the body of Christ also, we need love between one another. Yes. Help us, O oh Lord. Go through our altars and our churches, O oh Lord, and do anything. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let every walls of partitions every walls of hatred and every walls of, uh, of discrimination. Oh God, let it be broken Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let the wall of love or the, or, 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 or the pillar of love, oh Lord, let it be built Amen. in the name of Jesus, whereby we will love one another in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, help us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. We pray for ourselves more grace to us. More anointing to us, to even to our teacher today, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. In the name of Jesus Christ. We worship the Lord. We give glory to his name. We adore him. 
for who he is today. This is Be Fruitful Family Foundation, and the Lord has so blessed us, so he will continue to bless us. Hallelujah. Amen in Jesus' name. I want to say bye-bye to you now. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Meet us again next week, Wednesday, by the grace of the Lord. At this week, uh, this week Wednesday, uh, no, today's Wednesday, sorry. Uh, this, uh, meet us on Saturday, by the grace of the Lord. For, today is Monday. Today is Monday, sorry, I'm very Not sorry. Monday. Okay, meet us on Wednesday. By 7 a.m. By 7 a.m. Nigerian time. Uh, yes, Nigerian time. Mm -hmm. I'm very sorry, God bless you. <laughs> Uh, our Saturday today is today is Monday, our Bible study on Monday. So meet us on Wednesday. So there is a little distraction. I'm thinking about something. Else. Forgive me, people of God that are hearing me. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Meet us on Wednesday. Bye bye for now. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. And those that will